Honey, I'm going out. I'll be back in a couple hours. You play Farmville and call yourself a gamer. You said awesome, and I said I hate it. Okay, so here we go. This is where this is where the extended knowledge comes in. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just staring at a wall somewhere. Can anyone afford Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> that's 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 surprising. I don't think a human could make those sounds. Yeah, well, you can do it though, can't you? <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dean. And I'm Paul Ocean. And I'm Jason. Welcome to Nerds Before Birds, the <laughs> podcast where you'll find reviews, rankings, and general discussion on all things pop culture. This week, we'll be looking at the latest gender-bending reboot, remake, or spin-off to hit the cinema in the new film Ocean's 8, starring Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett, amongst the huge ensemble cast. Did it soar like an eagle or was it simply flipping the bird? Dean, what did you think? You said you said gender bending, didn't you? Gendered. I said gender bending. <laughs> I have no idea what I said. I was, I was like, should we should we ignore that or should we should we address it? I think Dean wants to address it because he feels a little bit hurt over us addressing his uh, pronunciation issues. We should probably address it. Definitely. Definitely address it. Do you want it? I want yeah. <laughs> I want there to be more pronunciation yeah. issue shirts based around what you guys say. Yeah. That's basically But it. we don't mispronounce anything. We're adult men. Yeah, exactly. I didn't oh. hear anything wrong. Did you hear anything? I didn't Did hear, anything, hear anything, Jason. Wrong with that you said gender bender, right? Yeah, I said gender bender. Oh my god. <laughs> Although it's not really a gender bender film, but we'll, we can go with that. That's fine. This is why you don't do a podcast with three guys cuz one's always going to be outnumbered. It's always going to be hilarious. Anyway. Um, yeah. Did you like the movie? <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about again? <laughs> I did. I did like the movie. It was It was pretty good. It wasn't, wasn't great, but it was definitely, mm-hmm. it was fun. A fun two-hour movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, fair enough. I didn't have super high hopes. I didn't expect it to be anything like the original Ocean or the George Clooney Ocean's Eleven movie which I absolutely loved when that came out as a kid it was one of my favorite movies so I was trying yeah, not enough. to have very high expectations because I just kind of knew that it wouldn't be that good and yeah I enjoyed it it was fun yeah yeah anyway yeah fair enough what about you Paul did you like it yeah I liked it I'm similar to Dean I didn't have like high expectations not in that I thought it was going to be crap I just thought you know I wasn't going to go in there thinking it's gonna be the greatest film ever like the oceans movies aren't the greatest films ever they're just they're fun and it was fun i had a good time it uh i think it soars like an eagle not very high but it's soaring nonetheless fair enough yeah Yeah. fair enough i i think this is gonna be like the most boring um, (laughs) podcast we're gonna do because we're we're all pretty much in agreement because i i pretty much was the same i was like yeah it's it's over overall it's it's pretty good it's it's enjoyable it's not it's not gonna win any awards but Mm -hmm. it's enjoyable there's nothing like there's nothing like you say paul i agree i think oceans 11 wasn't the greatest movie in the world but you know it 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 ticked all those boxes. It was enjoyable. Um, and Ocean's 8 was kind of yeah. the same. It's the fun. It's the fun. It's nice to feel like, you know, you've kind of gotten one up on somebody. Like, you're along for the ride. And you're like, yeah, suck it. We got all your money. And for some reason, all of your cars, because you weren't looking that way. <laughs> just, yeah, just some yeah. of that. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what about it? Like, um, did you... Did you think that um, Sandra Bullock did better than George Clooney? Um, Dean, do you, do you think 
how do you think she compared to George Clooney? Because it's inevitable that we do oh, compare these two definitely, movies. Cause, definitely. Yeah. I also think this might be a first for all podcasts everywhere because we're going to be talking about a pretty average movie. Like usually movies are always, you know, they're the best thing ever or they're the absolute worst. But yeah, yeah. we're just going to talk about an all you right movie. You can have a movie good. that's just, eh. That's just good. That's good. You know? Doesn't have to be anything else. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not going to win any awards. Um, it's enjoyable. Yeah. It. It happened. This, I. Yeah. I was really not expecting anything great from mm. it, and no. I found myself actually really enjoying the cast, enjoying everything, and I, I thought it was pretty fun overall. Yeah. There was like some things in it that I thought were a bit dumb, but yep. we'll get to that when mm-hmm. we get more into spoiler territory. But yeah. um. So yeah, overall, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty pretty good. Um, is there anything else that I reckon that's probably how people are going to um gonna describe this podcast. Just nah, all right. <laughs> pretty good. Podcast. I went in there with low hopes <laughs> and I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. It just it ticked all the boxes. That's what Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they had an intro. Um yeah. They talked. So they said, laughed. Yeah. I got bored. <laughs> we came, we saw. <laughs> No, um, so Sandra Bullock, compared to George Clooney, um, look, I think she did an all right job. I, I'm i not the biggest Sandra Bullock fan in general, but that, I know, that's kind of sacrilege to say. But um, Is it though? Really? I, well, she's just like, she's so prestigious and... I, I don't think that's sacrilegious. <laughs> she's pretty good in Gravity. Miss Congeniality. Yeah, Miss Congeniality yeah. Yeah, you you don't mess with Miss Congeniality. The other assorted movies she's in. The 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 Blindsider. <laughs> Blindsider was a good movie. Blindsider. <laughs> Blindsider. Good lord. Oh, well. It's not a drink. Um, it's not a beverage. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um can I have some blindsiders with this meal? Um it's got so much alcohol you can't see. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. I actually think she was probably the weakest character in yeah, right. the in the movie. Like I just yeah, found okay. all the other supporting characters more interesting to watch, especially yeah, Anne Hathaway. I thought she shone and she was amazing in this movie. But yeah. again. I'm very I actually partial. agree. I think yeah. Anne Hathaway was fantastic, and yeah. I, I thought she sort of stole the movie in a oh, lot of ways. Definitely. Just the way that she she carried herself in that whole movie. What about you, Paul? Well, Did you like Anne Hathaway? I have to disagree. Not on the Anne Hathaway front. She's great. Like, there's nothing yeah. that she can't do. I, it seems like I always yeah. hold Anne Hathaway as a person who is just generally a nice person, and to see her play like the spoiled yeah. Hollywood character is really funny. And I reckon she, like, her, when is. she walked into the room and was like, you guys are effed, I was like, brilliant. What a, that's a great entrance. That was <laughs> awesome. But we're not going into spoilers here anyways, Ooh, so, yeah. uh, yet. Word uh, so, like, that may happen in the film. We're not sure yet because we haven't gone into spoiler territory. <laughs> I have do this before? every flipping week. <laughs> <laughs> but what room? Well, who's she talking to? This is to? your signature. Why are they asked? Yeah, yeah. she talking know. to? <laughs> what is she saying? Why is she saying that? See the movie. Yeah. Yes. We don't know. But um, that scene that she has with Matt Damon is just fantastic. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I do disagree that Sandra Bullock is the weakest character. I think Kate Blanchett is the weakest character in that movie. Right. Um, yeah, okay. I thought yeah. 
Bullock plays the ocean role well. She is she's confident. She always she always seems to be like two or three steps ahead of everyone else. She knows everything that's going on. And I feel like Kate Blanchett was sort of playing the role of the Brad Pitt character. Like Yeah. They're with them, they understand what's going on, but they're sort of their wingman. And like I don't they're two very different characters. I don't think you can compare Kate Blanchett to Brad Pitt because they had to be two different kinds of friendships. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just think, like, she didn't really do anything, Kate Blanchett. Like, I think Sandra Bullock was, she played the mastermind role really, really well, and I bought it. Yeah, but did Brad Pitt really do anything in, in Ocean's Eleven? He kind of just sat around eating the whole time. It's not really like he had anything <laughs> amazing to do. It was quite similar to what Kate Blanchett did. But he planned, like, he was involved. He was, like, boots on the ground doing stuff. You could kind of buy him as a con man as well. Yeah, but he's, like, burning those carbs that he's, like, just... Just <laughs> ingesting. Um, yeah, that's all right. I think he can eat. I think fine. I kind of I needed. This might be a first. I'm going to slightly, slightly retract my statement before, or kind of rephrase and agree slightly with what Paul's saying. Um, in the way the script is written, Damn the character, right. the yeah, way okay. the characters are written, definitely Kate Blanchett's character was the weakest. She did had she didn't have anything to do. But performance-wise, I should say, performance-wise, yeah. Kate Blanchett outshone Sandra Bullock. Definitely. Like, it looked like she was just no. having more fun. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. How? She didn't but do anything. the brilliance of her I could acting. outshine her. I, she, she wasn't doing anything, but she was fun. But she didn't I do anything. I honestly think that this... This movie, I feel like there's not much acting required. I feel like they're just people like yeah. having fun. Like, and it seems like there's not. I to say that someone outshines in the acting <laughs> sort of levels in that this movie is kind of like it's kind of like really apples and oranges. It's not really like you know your oranges are like the real gritty drama movies that that people are in, like Monster for right. Charlize Theron and things like that. Um, and this movie is just it's not really pushing any boundaries for any actors or, or actresses and and yeah like I just to me it doesn't really they don't really <laughs> have to do anything except show up and so have it's fun, more it's more it just um I must but, say um, I did yeah. love uh, the character of Constance uh, Aquafina oh yep I yep. loved she was great Definitely. I thought she was awesome as the <laughs> yeah. yes there's always going to be uh, a yeah, pickpocket, yeah, and really I love good. the pickpockets because they're always like kind of <laughs> shady and like they're confident, but not when you know what they do. They're a little bit socially awkward and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great. Do you find the the movie kind of retreads a lot of the, even though like it's a spinoff, it's yeah. not actually a, a reboot or anything. Do you find that it kind of retreads almost beat for beat, like um, yeah, plot beat for plot beat? Do the same as Ocean's Eleven. Like, I mean, like it's a heist movie, so you can't really do anything really great outside like the, the scope of the confines of what it is. But to me, it was like even having her as like the pickpocket and her introduction was very similar to Matt Damon um, when he's introduced in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, they do the whole watch gag, especially like the first half of the movie. Definitely felt like it was just yeah. retreading. The exact like she gets out of prison. She meets up with the Brad Pitt character or that. Yeah, the opening is exactly the same. Yeah. And I, I'd actually forgotten that when I watched it because I I, I went in like, I, I'd 
completely forgotten Ocean's Eleven to an extent, and I forgot that it opened in the prison with the whole Shawshank Redemption kind of retread kind of thing. Um, but then um, when I was watching it, I was like, this seems really familiar. But I still really enjoyed it, and I thought it was kind of cool. But, um, yeah, it just sort of – it does feel like it's retreading the yeah. same ga- ground that Ocean's, eight, uh, Ocean's Eleven already yeah, did. Definitely. But it's still enjoyable. It sort of feels like they're bringing Ocean's back. Like, when was Ocean's Eleven to 13? That was, what, mid-2000s? It was early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Like, it was probably 2001. Yeah. So, I, I mean, like, I feel like it's been enough time – to necessitate like some kind of reboot. Yeah. So if they, I guess if they follow the same sort of formula, it's not too bad. Like I didn't, it's kind of, I didn't hate it. You know, you kind of need to know how everyone knows it's everyone. Kind of, it's very similar to like for how force awakens. Yeah. Just repeated the, um, a new hope storyline, you know, something similar, familiar and it's yeah. going to, you know, yeah. it's a, um, what's the word? It's a it's a proven um, it's a proven formula. Hey. Proven formula. That's it. Proven template for a movie. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's let's sort of go more into spoiler territory yes. as we um, talk about the other people in there. But um, uh, so if anyone's listening that hasn't seen this movie and are really worried about minor, it's really kind of minor spoilers really at this stage. Um, there are, I suppose there are some more major spoilers, spoilers that we'll talk about later on. Yeah, it's all spoilers. If you not, if you have seen this movie and you don't want to know anything about... Uh, if you haven't seen this movie and you don't want to know the ending of this movie... If you've seen this movie and are content with your thoughts, have a wonderful day. We'll see you last week for The Last Jedi one. Unless you enjoyed that movie also. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah so we're going into spoilers just get out now okay (laughs) if you haven't seen the movie already (laughs) um so okay so let's um talk they get the diamonds they win (laughs) they get the diamonds (laughs) so um the twist at the end what did you guys think of that twist at the end like Mm. the jury um being stolen off mm-hmm. the mannequins. Like, I knew that those mannequins would yeah. come into play for some reason. But, um, yeah, how did you feel when when watching it? What did you think? Um, honestly, I forgot all about the mannequins. Um, I I liked how... Ocean's movies do this really, really well. They just throw in shots of random crap that you kind of just don't think about or you forget about straight away. But then later on it comes back and you're like, oh, that's why. So, like... Um, Kate Blanchett grabbing the submarine and then all of a sudden they're talking about the heist and whatever. I kind of just forgot about the mm. submarine until they start showing how they got this like secondary main heist. And it's like, brilliant. That's why they were kind of getting that stuff. So it took me yeah. by surprise. Yeah. Right. It it did to an extent, but um, like I knew that they were lingering on that shot of the diamonds for some reason. And I was like, okay, they're going to come into play somehow. I actually thought that they'd... um they'd somehow switch the main diamond necklace with one of those ones and then when they got packed away or whatever oh, yeah. they'd be packed up with um with the thing and that's how they'd get it out of there but oh, um, yeah. what about you Dean what what did you think I thought it was clever and you know it was like oh I didn't really see that coming but I don't know I think when like in hindsight it kind of felt a little bit just like out of the blue a little bit. There wasn't any 
kind of pre-established. Yeah, that. tacked on. Yeah, exactly, tacked on. Exactly. Um, there was, yeah. And it's kind of a cheat, hey? Like, I feel like in these movies they kind of cheat it. And, and they did it in Ocean's Eleven. They kind of did, like, they purposefully don't show you things so they can trick you. And I kind of go, okay, that's not a clever twist. It's just purposefully withdrawing nearly the whole story and then showing you what happened later on kind of thing. And it, and it's not like, yeah, I don't know, it's not clever, I think, but well, yeah, how did you feel? Compared to the Ocean's Eleven twist, um, which I think we can probably talk about more openly because hopefully everyone's seen that, it definitely felt more intentional, like it had to go that way. Yeah. This definitely felt like they had this twist at the end because Ocean's Eleven had a twist kind of thing and they were wanting to yeah. have a similar kind of story yeah. element like that um, just to surprise audiences and that was the only reason they were doing it. Um, yeah, because I watched Ocean's Eleven over the weekend and, um, yeah, it's very hard not to compare the two anymore and see how much smarter Ocean's Eleven is, like story-wise and the twists that they use compared to this. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, because they do show you like the yeah. SWAT team yeah. coming yeah. in, right, and getting the money and things like that in the in Ocean's Eleven. So that kind of doesn't have the same sort of um, like it doesn't feel like as much of a cheat as if you haven't seen any of that happen, and it's sort of yeah. like you say tacked on to the ending. When you go back and think about it, was there any point to forging the necklace? Like, really think about it. The only reason they did that necklace stuff is just to frame that dude. Whereas they could have done everything else, not forged the necklace, but maybe taken it, hidden it in the water, and then found it for real and not even worry yeah. about it, cutting it all up, making smaller jewelry, and then pawning it. But the whole plot was basically just to get everyone out of the gala so they can steal all the real Right. Part. Because it wasn't the big like money kind of just maker, makes, that necklace in the end. Yeah. They basically used it to bribe a couple of people, sort of misdirect. But if they did all the stuff with the main jewelry, no one would have even looked that way anyway. Yeah, right. They caused, yeah. Like if they yeah, gave right. Cartier back the real necklace, that's it. Done and dusted. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it's like Indiana Jones in uh, Raiders. Like just it just it doesn't do anything. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I I get that. Yeah, because the difference was like with Ocean's Eleven when you see the SWAT team and everything and like the big flash in the vault, and then it comes to and like all the money's gone. You you've been withheld this information and they still, you know, can like from what you're seeing they haven't won yet. Whereas you know, and so then the big twist reveal is explaining how they won in Ocean's Eight. They have the necklace. They got the necklace. They got rid of it. Um, they've already won before the twist comes, kind of thing. If that makes sense. So, whereas, yeah, with poor yeah. your thing, and that's right with mm. Ocean's Eleven too. They um they they also have like the the fake vault that they've set up yeah. as well, yeah. and they're they're training in that fake vault, and, so it makes sense when they do the switch. Yeah. Hey, well, they even use that vault as the camera feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that makes perfect sense for the switch, and and then the whole plan kind of makes sense. Whereas there's information that you purposefully withheld, and I feel like the characters are withheld that information too, like the main eight or whatever, there's only really Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock that really know that plan and yeah. Mindy. 
Um, yeah. I don't know her name, and then I don't know any of her names <laughs> in the actual thing. Her name's but, Mindy. Her name's um, Mindy Kaylee. Yeah, but Mindy, is, like, is her real name. I don't know what her the, character's, the character's name. name. Oh, Amita. Yeah. Amita. I'm sure she was Mindy, named Mindy as well, the character. Oh, uh, yeah. Because like, no, why it's not? it's Amita. <laughs> She's Mindy and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Amita. Yeah. Hmm? Amita. I, I Amita. Yeah, Mindy. That is her freaking Mindy. name. Yeah. Is, that her, is that her last name? No, Mindy is. Mindy, Mindy <laughs> is. It's Mindy, Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> Aminta Mindy? Is yeah, Aminta Mindy Mindy, yeah. Yeah. Are you still you still with us, Bob? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so um Screw you guys. So like the the fact that like they have that whole conversation with Anne Hathaway when she comes in at the end and everyone's like, What, we've got more money kind of thing? I'm like, Yeah. Wouldn't they know the plan? Like Yeah. Yeah. Surely everyone should know the plan right like what was the logical reason surely someone at that point wanted to get something out of the fridge (laughs) (laughs) no nobody's eating for days they're all drinking beer they're all drinking champagne where did they get it from is it like i'm gonna go and get a beer and they're like no 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 no. i'll go get it i'll go get it they all just really love their drinks at room temperature that's it yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. They're like De- Debbie Ocean. She just really wants to give us all drinks tonight. Like, I, d- I don't know why. She just always wants to go to the fridge. She's such she's, a great host. She's really <laughs> anal about the fridge. <laughs> but, like, the ending of it, like, it brings me to my main... And again, I like the movie. I know we're sort of railing on it, but I liked it. But it brought me to my main, like, the reason why I don't think it was that good. There was never a moment of panic. Yeah. Yes. Everything felt like it was a success. Like the oceans 11, 12, 13 always had that moment where something would happen and it would flip the script and they have to improvise and adapt and then they do it. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. The only real moment in this movie was when the dude was getting impatient while uh, Helena Bonham Carter was looking at, looking at the necklace and they were scanning it in. Right. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, absolutely true. right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's true. There, there isn't much in it, and Helen and it just felt safe. Bonham, Bonham Carter, she, um, she had like an accent in this movie, right? She had like a British yeah. accent. She was Irish, she was Irish, Irish. Oi, mm-hmm. uh, you got to look at the necklace. I thought she did a great job of that. Is she? Uh, she's not Irish in real life. Is she? I don't think so. No, yeah, yeah. no English. Because I was English. like, that, she nailed that yeah. accent. Yeah. In my mind, I'm not. She was born in London. Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought she was pretty good. But you look at like you look at David Tennant as Doctor Who. He's Scottish and he was English for the entire Doctor Who run and you just don't know. This is true because you just the Europeans that. are good with languages. Yeah, it's kind of like um Benedict Cumberbatch in um in Doctor Strange. Just he's 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 not American, <laughs> but he did a great job at his Jason, oh, we know you don't mean best that. Best American accent. Hundred percent no. The best. It's, <laughs> it's like uh, Christian Bale in everything that he's been in, you would not think he's Welsh. That's true. You know? Yeah. You just think he's yeah, American. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It's really actually shocking and like really um like confronting when you see them outside of their characters because yeah. they um when when they're actually speaking just with their normal voice and you're like, Oh, where wait a second, you, you don't have an American accent or you don't have whatever accent yeah. you're doing. It's it's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield blew me away with that. I had absolutely no idea that he was English. Yeah, no way. I didn't know Tom Holland was English as well. Yeah. Right. They both got me. I was like, I could buy that. They're from New York. They were really, really good. Yeah. Definitely still can't buy that Russell Crowe can sing. 
but uh, <laughs> yeah, another uh, another accent that's done really well. The girl from Thirteen Reasons Why oh, yeah. is um, the main girl from that is actually Australian. Oh, yes, the Australian girl. And um and and she like you would never believe that she was not uh, like American and it's just completely convincing. It's pretty amazing. Um anyway, so getting back mm-hmm. to the main cast of Ocean's 8, Sarah yep. Paulson, what did you think of her character? Was she the mother? character is that yes she was the mother yeah, character okay. with ebay and everything with ebay she's from american horror story and okay. um from oj versus uh the oj simpson show what is it called um right uh, oj versus america have you seen i that? have sure oj oj versus the people Oh, versus the people. Not oh, she was also America. Dean. I don't know if you recognised her, but she was also from Serenity. Oh, really? Is she in Serenity? Dr. Really? Carlson or something in Serenity? Right. I do not remember it. I never remembered her from that. Yeah. Well, I'll have to go watch that again and see. See, I I did not recognise her. Yeah, she was one of the. I think one of the two members of like group members of the group that I didn't recognise from anything, so I didn't have anything to compare them to or anything, and I thought she did great. I thought she was one of the strongest. Like, yeah, she was just having fun with the character. And, she's yeah. she's really good. Like, um, in American Crime Story, in the first season of mm. that, it's the O.J. Simpson um, story. She's just fantastic in that. Mm-hmm. Just, um, and I, I've really liked her in everything I've ever seen her in. So, I, I was like, whenever her character was on screen, I thought she did a fantastic job. But, um, Paul, did you, did you like her in this or? Yeah, I, th- I thought she was good. She, uh, she played the support role well. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. She's quite enough. good. Like it wasn't, it wasn't anything spectacular, but it was like, it was good. She played the role well. Yeah. Mm, fair enough. Definitely. What about Rihanna definitely. as, um, the hacker? Surprisingly good. Yeah. Nine ball. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought she was strong. I just think it's my criticism is similar to Paul's criticism for the whole movie where she kind of like made things <laughs> too easy for them to like every problem that the group faced. Somehow Rihanna was like, oh, I can fix this with like a click of a button or, hey, we have a really big issue with the necklace. I'll just call my sister in the next scene and everything's fine. I, yeah. that's the kind of thing I got. She was too fixable, like mm-hmm. too fix it. Too fixable. Yeah. <laughs> too fi- she fixed things too easily. We got a shirt, everybody. <laughs> too fixable. <laughs> um, too fixable? Did you, uh, did, do you reckon that it was weird that they were like all dressed up in that scene when she meets the sister in the arm park? They're all dressed up, ready to rob somewhere. And then, like, in the next, the very next scene, they're all in their dresses ready to go out. And I'm like, (laughs) is there a scene missing here? Why did you bother getting into, like, your robbery gear and then to just get changed in five minutes' time? Like... (laughs) That is you miss where they kill a snitch somewhere in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> they had to cut it because they're like, you know what? Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe this won't get the PG thirteen <laughs> rating that we're going for. Oh. Yeah, but like, I don't think it was that unbelievable. It just kind of looked like they're in New York and it's cold because freaking cold in New York. It snows there. <laughs> yeah, and then they just got changed straight away as soon as they got there. So like, yeah. they've got they're traveling to the um, Met Gala. Outfits, which yeah. is their robbery outfits, yeah. and then yeah, um, their roadwear, and yeah, and then as soon as they get there, they get changed into their dress. Maybe there was a scene that got cut. Like we know that Matt Damon's 
cameo got cut from the film, so could have been there. That's true. So maybe, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. that's where it was. That yeah, makes sense. Maybe they had a meet up, a secret meet, and Matt Damon's like, oh, you need to specifically wear tactical like gear like you're robbing a place. That's how I want yeah. to meet. I don't know. <laughs> He's got weird requirements. <laughs> He's got real weird requirements. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to um, see a dress. So what did you guys think when, like, George Clooney didn't show up in the movie at all? Like, I was fully expecting right at the end when she's, like, having the martini and that. I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. George Clooney's going to walk in and be like, hey, yeah. I'm not dead. Obviously, I'm not dead. Mm-hmm. But what did you think of that, like did you were you surprised um yeah i was i think i was thinking the same thing i thought you know sandra bullock would pour a second glass of champagne and then he'd just sit down with her and was like oh yeah well done it's fun and then set up the next movie somehow um i liked that they didn't completely confirm that he's dead so that there is because i I feel like this movie is gonna have sequels Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And so it's... I was thinking about that and I was like, I was thinking like, why did they choose Oceans 8 as opposed to like Oceans whatever? Obviously the numbers are getting too high because they've had Oceans 12 and Oceans 13. But if they start off with Oceans 8, that means that they can have Oceans 9 and 10 and and have a trilogy that happens sort of before the Oceans 11, 12 and 13 kind of thing. So there's the whole trilogy there set up ready to go but yeah. Paul, what did you what did you think of that did you like that George Clooney wasn't in it yeah I did actually um but I see like I don't reckon they were subtle enough that he's not dead um you know the whole conversation between who's the dude um who he, she talked to at the very it's beginning Elliot Gold I think um he's his character I can't remember um, what his name is. Yeah. But he's... Well, yeah. like, it seemed like... I wasn't sore as the other guy. I'm trying to remember Ruben his name as well. Yeah. his character. Ruben. Yeah. Ruben. The money guy. That's right. The money guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, it seemed like, you know, she's, you know, he's saying, what did he think of the idea? And he's like, he thinks it's brilliant and all this kind of stuff. And that's sort of just like, okay, so he's not dead. What I was expecting to see was like a post credit scene of him standing in the distance of the kind of like Sherlock. Oh yeah. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> kind of him standing in the distance watching. And then maybe um, Ruben walks up and was like, I think she's, I think she's ready or something. Or maybe like oceans nine can be the same team with, um, with Danny ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He then comes in. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's kind of cool that they've left it open. I actually really liked that they didn't bring him in. I thought that was cool that they they left him out yeah. of it. I thought it's way better to just let it be its own sort of movie and not be, even though it was very overshadowed with him, like there was the picture of him on the thing. But part of me was going, why did they, like I don't know how the whole rights to using his likeness goes, but I figure having a, a photo frame with him in it is kind of using his likeness, so maybe they would have had to have paid for the rights to use that. For um, his photo. <laughs> yeah, for his photo. And I'm like, well... Maybe it was an impersonator. Yeah, or mostly an impersonator. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but, but like, I don't know why they'd go to the, all that effort um, mm-hmm. paying for that if they're not going to show him at the end. So I was fully expecting him to walk out at the end. And I think... Um, 
it was way better that he didn't show up in my mind because it kind of surprised me that that was just the ending kind of thing. And I liked that way more than if he had have shown up and and it would have just sort of undermined the ending in, in my yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it would have taken away from the sort of girl power, strong female cast if you then bring in, like, the big gun from the other one. And it's like, hey, well done, kiddo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did okay. <laughs> like, no, screw you, man. You we just good. made, like, Real good. $300 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you make? You got your kidneys beaten in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about but, like, that. But, going, like, going back, though... Yeah, because he was yeah he was locked away for a while, but going like going way back, I liked Rihanna as well. Um, I have to disagree with Dean in that, uh, like there was the too fixable character because <laughs> you think back to was it Oceans? Who is the tech guy in the other Oceans ones? Was he? Uh, it was like Oceans, Bernie Mac. Bernie oh, Mac. Yeah, Bernie right. Mac wasn't the tech he guy. He played the. Uh, was, oh no, he was the dealer. It was the, it was the yeah. Oh, he was. It was the weird that was in only one other thing that it wasn't. No, I don't want to say names now. Uh, Eddie Jeminson. <laughs> that's a risky game we play. That Levingston. Yep, Levingston. I, I just yeah remembered yep. just then. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. I thought you did. No. The short guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm thinking of at all. Don Cheadle. Don, Don Cheadle. Oh, he's the explosive. Don dude. Cheadle's character in Ocean's Twelve. He was he was explosive, but he was also remember how they had to tunnel and he also they also needed to fire the EMP so they <clears> could <throat> shut the security down for a cycle. Yeah. He was like the tech guy who just seemed to have an answer. Yes. Yeah, I suppose but, which I think I like, suppose that was they are weird. sort of guilty of yeah. that in all of them because I mean each mm. person has to have their role and their thing to play, otherwise they're kind of useless and you gotta give them a chance to have a solution but like what were you gonna say dane well okay with that whole emp the the you know we'll use a pimp thing in oceans 11 where he comes up with that really you know clever idea to shut off the power yes it was like a oh yeah quick fix kind of thing but then they use that to set up another issue that would pay off later on the track because they go and break in and get the um and get the bomb thing the emp um, and then in doing that, you know, how Matt Damon runs out of the car and then comes back in and then the, um, yeah. what's his name? The gymnast dude, um, the little guy breaks his hand. And so yeah. he can't perform as well as he yeah. would have in the actual highest. So right. that, and then that, creates that solution created another problem. Yeah. Nice. And then there was none of that kind of thing in Ocean's 8. Okay. So yeah. But Okay. Well, I guess aside from that, I did. I did buy Rihanna as a hacker. I think some of the ways that she went about, like the way yeah. she broke into the security system, is actually genuinely a way you could do that. Hopefully, someone at a security system company is not that stupid, <laughs> but it's doable. Fair enough. It's pretty cool. Well, there you go. It's better than her just like sitting in front of a wall of code, and be like, "I mean, it's a Unix system." <laughs> I <Yeah>. knew it. <laughs> um, what, what did you guys think of the baddie? Like, because I think um, in Ocean's Eleven, the the George Clooney one at least, he was um, like Andy Garcia was fantastic. Oh, but um, yeah, the baddie in this, I was like, okay, he 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 happened. Like, it was the guy from The Hobbit, right? Yeah, Thor and Oakenshield. Richard Armitage. Richard Arm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 
and he just dropped football. Oh, yeah, I didn't pick yeah. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I didn't pick him either while I was watching it because he looks so mm. different in The Hobbit. But um, well, yeah. Afterwards, when I looked it up, I was like, "Oh, that's where I knew him from." I couldn't, I couldn't put my <laughs> finger on where where he was from. But yeah, right. yeah, he's the mm. the main one in um The Hobbit, um, main dwarf, mm-hmm. anyways, for that matter. But yeah, what did you think of him, Paul? Did you like him? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. kind of not as fleshed out. A little confused as to how <laughs> he framed her. Um, that sort of seemed to have right. just just happened. Yeah, yeah, it kind but, of, um, you know, they did explain it very briefly. Like, basically, he got her to sign the paperwork that said that she was selling the, the artwork or whatever. Um, yeah, and and that was completely forged and whatnot. Um, and then she went to jail because her signature was on the documents yeah. and that. Um, but, but did he did he do that as a precaution? Yeah, or did he know they were cops and he was sending her out? I think Ooh, it was question. more as a precaution, um, but that that's okay. never really explained. And I, mm. I found him like um, like he was he was okay, but there was no real um, menacing sort of presence like Andy Garcia sort of right. had, yeah. where that was like clear cut baddie in the in the in the movie, and you oh, kind yeah. of felt like in a way if they didn't have so much charisma with all the um, cast and everything. And that it wasn't fully justified to frame him, and and so like <laughs> you kind of feel a little bit bad for him, but they never really go <laughs> yeah. into it. Like when it when he gets yeah. to the end, and they're like, "You're going to jail," and then that, that that's the end of the scene, kind of thing. You don't even see his reaction yeah. almost to it. It yeah. just quickly cuts to the next thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, like Andy Garcia, though you think like you cross this guy and he's gonna he's gonna like blow your kneecaps oh, out. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And there's so much exposition explaining that. Like, you know, if you yeah, if yeah. you get don't get away from me, he's not gonna just come after you, he's gonna come after your family and everything and you know, yada yada yeah. And he just he looks super badass. You do not mess with him. But yeah. Yeah. I think you could definitely mess with Thorin Oakenshield. Like I feel like he was not <laughs> yeah. played like very strongly. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't just. He didn't have that presence to him that like kind of intimidated you. And and I think it maybe maybe he was just having too much fun too. Like maybe he he couldn't really get into that villain role. It was more of a just yeah. This is a bit of a joke movie, and we're just all having fun yeah. anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it kind of. If sort of he sort of felt like um, what is the movie that Jamie Lannister was in with um, Gods of Egypt? Like he, has, he was just cheating on a bunch of people. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, the other one. Wait, he's in another. Oh, I know the one you're talking like about. Three wives, the the girlfriend or whatever. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's the one with um, Cameron Diaz and others. Yeah, and uh, uh, what's her name? Man. Jeez. Wow, we're on fire tonight. <laughs> oh, what's it called? Oh, yeah, it's well, we, we know what yeah. the story is. We'll, we'll describe it to you, James. Anyway, what's the story? He, he felt like yeah. that. Basically, yeah. he seemed like a nice guy, but he like he's cheating on three women at once. Yeah. Is it and the then other woman? all of a sudden. The other woman, it the that's woman? it. The other yeah. woman. Well done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He felt like a bad guy for a movie like that. He didn't feel like a bad guy to get put into jail for six years, <laughs> but maybe a bad guy to maybe have like his business ruined yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Not his name is slightly to get passed tarnished. around the shower block for right. six years. <laughs> yes. 
there's no no doubt he has soft hands yeah yeah exactly yeah you kind of like well and i think i think that's probably the extent of like you don't have um a a character kind of like um with oceans 11 you had julia roberts character that kind of went in the middle of the two and it was almost like she was trapped in the relationship with andy garcia in a way yeah Um, yeah they did a love triangle before it was cool yeah (laughs) I, it's never been cool. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so, um, touche, touche. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I feel like there was that more of that emotional weight um, that was attached to that character. Whereas yeah. this one, it's kind of like, like you say, like he just seems like a guy that would have very soft hands and just just be a really nice guy that would just be great in an office somewhere but doesn't really deserve to go to jail. Maybe he could lose his job. But, but doesn't, he, doesn't he did, yeah, he did send Sandra Bullock to prison for five-ish years. So, like, there is... But I think yeah. maybe that just needed it, to be established more. But we don't see more. that. That's the, yeah. that's the problem is, yeah, we don't yeah. see the the weight of that. And there's no real mm-hmm. sense of that betrayal's like not shown very well. It's sort of like you see her signing the documents, she's wearing the dress yeah. and you know that that's the dress that she's wearing before she went to jail. Yeah. But you don't get the weight of that situation because it's so quickly like brushed through mm. um, mm-hmm. and the betrayal in that situation. So it doesn't really like that sense of re- revenge and him getting his comeuppance is sort of like, okay, that happened kind of thing. It doesn't yeah. really have that weight that I think would, that kind of works for Ocean's Eleven anyway. So yeah, um, if he, like if it ended with him losing his business or something like that, yeah. Then I feel like, you know what? That's fair. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. you sort of like worked and succeeded for the last couple of years that I've been put away, I've taken that away. Yeah. Or or even just do something where he looks more like a jerk, like make him into more of a, a baddie. Like, yeah, I feel like they could do heaps more where like he's just mistreating people. I don't know. Like, you know, go into the cliches, but like he's just just a real a-hole. And, and yeah. that way, like when he does go to jail, even even beside the point of him framing Sandra Bullock, um, it just because he's a jerk, you just want him to go to jail kind of thing. Um, but I yeah. kind of got to the it end of the movie. Paid off I'm like, more. Yeah, it would have paid off way more because, yeah, mm. yeah you just, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> mm. It could have recovered if there was like a bit where they're hauling him off to jail and he, you know, looks to the left and she's standing there just watching and he does like that creepy like, I'm going to get you for this. Oh, okay. like that. Yeah. Like he sees And her, then he comes he back for the sequel. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. basically the Kills Loki her. of the franchise. <laughs> Just gets stronger with every movie. Um, yeah, yeah. What um, What did you guys think of uh, James Corden? Ah, uh, He was James Corden. James oh, Corden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He had his like cameo. I forgot about that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a it was a bit surprising. But he played James Corden. Yeah, basically, <laughs> <laughs> he is an actor. Yeah, he started in uh, in a UK show called Gavin and Stacey. Yes, did he? Yes, yeah, he played the role of Smithy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's like the sort of the fat, funny guy. I actually enjoyed his character. I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, um, having that character show up and having someone that's like a recognizable face was really cool in that mm-hmm. character. Yeah. But um I didn't what about quite you, Dean, get did his like motives. Him? Yeah, yeah, I think like James Gordon was super fun in the role, but 
I didn't quite get what his motives were going in. Like, you know, like, okay, yeah, so I, I, I need to get the diamonds back and I don't care about you even though we have our history. And <clears throat> I feel like that was a great moment or a great opportunity to give some personal stakes to what was yeah. going on. But they, That's yeah. yeah, they just didn't. They just, like, it was thinking, oh, yeah, we're, the runtime's getting pretty long. We better wrap yeah, this up pretty quickly. It's, yeah, it's definitely yeah. like, I was going to say yeah. that, it definitely felt like they're wrapping up the movie by that stage. And they're like, yeah, yeah okay, this this guy's just here to wrap things up nice and neatly. And we don't need <laughs> really to have a great character here. He's just going to have a plot to facilitate. But, yeah. 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 It would have been interesting if... Um, he like if they said earlier in the movie that some other of the people who were in like the earlier oceans movies are incarcerated and they bring that up and maybe the personal stakes that Corden could have brought is like oh i sure would hate to add 10 years without parole onto so and so but oh. you know you're tying my hands here help me out and mm. that sort of then puts pressure back on the crew to do something yeah mm-hmm. yeah with the necklace or with all the jewels i don't know yeah he didn't even know that the royal jewels were stolen <laughs> no one knew it yeah. was the perfect crime yeah um, yeah i mean and getting back to that like if they had have just had the jewels like be yeah. found and not not um not be stolen in the first place then you again they would have got away with it and nobody would have that would have been no one was looking for him yeah that would have been absolutely fantastic have you they guys have you guys seen a... They wouldn't have looked for him for months. Mm. Oh, you carry Sorry, on. I was, have you guys seen a really, really great underrated British show called Hustle? No. It's basically oh. Ocean's Eleven, but as a TV show, as a BBC TV show. Cool. It's so good. There are some really awesome standout scene, like, episodes. And one episode, they steal a diamond from a museum. And I couldn't help but think of that episode while I was watching Ocean's 8 because of the similarities. And what they do in that is super cool because uh, there will be spoilers for Hustle, just letting you know. But um, basically yeah. they oh. go around <laughs> stealing like this diamond and they get photos of them stealing this diamond. And then in the end, it turns out that the diamond actually never left the museum. And they have all this thing throughout the episode of creating fakes for the diamonds and they end up, they're the ones that they end up actually using to sell to buyers. And they have all the photos there and saying, and then they'll be like, oh, by the way, in a couple of weeks, the news like reports will come out saying that they've found the real diamonds, that it was in the museum the whole time. It's actually a fake and there's just like a fake news story, but they actually never actually stole the diamond. And I thought like that would be such a cool thing to do in a movie like this. Like, but yeah, yeah. yeah I think. Which, again, is unfair because I'm comparing it to another heist thing that did yeah. a similar thing. And yeah. Similar, like, it well, should yeah. be on that's its own That's the legs. thing. That's mm. the thing with making a movie in a genre that's already established. Yeah. I guess it kind of comes back to Solo. It's like, is it going to do anything? Is it going to do anything new or different? Yeah. Like, it's fun. It's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really... It's sort of like the one uh, with Morgan Freeman and... Uh, Michael Caine or whatever, going going in style. Do you oh, ever I seen that one? I haven't seen no, that. Old no, I haven't old, seen like, that one. Well, no. they it's a heist movie, but with old men, and it's you know it's fun at the time. They have the little cheeky reveal of like, "Hey, here's how we did it. You can't catch us." Yeah, um, <laughs> and that's kind of it. It doesn't really 
change the boundaries. It doesn't change the limits. It's just uh, it's just a fun middle of the road heist movie. I thought you were describing yeah. The Dark Knight for a second there. I was like, what? <laughs> I was going to say Alfred, but I remembered his name. <laughs> uh, okay, so like, let's um wrap this up a little bit. But um, we've got um looking forward to the future. We've got a few um gender swapping movies coming out with um. Uh, the Rocketeer is being made with an African-American woman, which yeah, right. is cool. Oh. I, I, I remember The Rocketeer as a kid and I, I thought it was awesome and I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing that version. We've got Dirty Rotten. I think that was before my time. Yeah, it would have been and it was before my yeah, time too. But, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> thank sure. you. That's the baby of the group. Um, That's the um, baby of the group. I don't know The Rocketeer. Ocean's Eleven was before Paul's yeah, time. So it's, it's really good. You should look it up, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Um, that oh, originally yeah. had Michael Caine and Steve Martin. That's been remade, yeah. remade with Rebel Wilson as one of the leads. Oh. Uh, yeah. I was looking yeah. forward to that for a bit. And then... <laughs> Just let that sink in. <laughs> that three oh, seconds in between where you finished your sentence and then said Rebel Wilson. Yeah, I know. I was excited. So, um, Splash, have you have you guys seen that movie? It's a Ron Howard movie with Daryl Hannah in it. Um, no. And um, Tom Hanks is in it as well, so it's about a mermaid. Um, and it's being remade with Shannon Tatum as the merman this time. What? Um, okay. Yeah, huh. yeah. Right. So that, that looks pretty cool. Um, and then we're getting a What Women Want sequel, which is What Men Want, which I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> That's, That's very happy. easy. <laughs> okay. So if you had a decision, if you wanted to um, make an all-female reboot. Reboot. <laughs> what, reboot. Reboot. <laughs> it's a reboot. It's an all-female reboot. Oh, what? 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 What Continue. Dean say what? Um, okay. Anyways, the question is: If you had a chance to create an all-female reboot oh. of something, um, what would you? What would you do? What, Magic what Mike would be your thing. Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Definitely kidding. <laughs> I'm sure your wife is happy about that. <laughs> Rachel actually came up with that joke, so there you go. Oh, did she? <laughs> she did. I asked her, and she that's laughed. great. And I was like, actually, I'm pretty sure like you'll find done. Rachel that there are a lot of those movies already. I, I'm pretty sure there are. Like, yeah, are there? Where? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen. I'm them. asking for a friend. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. No. Yeah, it's called um, Coyote Ugly. Anyways, that is. Yes, exactly, Coyote. Actually, yeah. Magic Mike and Coyote Ugly have very similar storylines. They when you really think do about it. Like mm-hmm. they really do. Yep. And yep. um another Steven Sodenberg movie, which is Magic Mike, um, and he also directed Ocean's Eleven, so we'll tie that yeah. back in. There um, you go. And oh, he did this also directed Logan Lucky, which came out last yeah. year that nobody really watched, but it is another mm. It pretty much could fit into Ocean's Eleven in the world, and it's kind of like what I I picture it as hillbilly Ocean's Eleven because it's like um, they rob NASCAR, and it's awesome. Like, it's really good if you get a chance to watch it. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's got Shannon Tatum Yeah, that one slipped under the radar for me. Yeah. Completely. It's got Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig in it. Yes, yeah. it's got Daniel Craig yeah. in it, and it's also got um, Kylo Ren in it. So, um, yeah, 
Adam Driver. Um, as Kylo Ren? As Kylo oh, yeah. Ren. <laughs> it's very easy to rob Fact. stuff as him. Adam yeah. Driver plays Kylo Ren in every role he's in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome. His lightsaber is not lame. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Adam Driver is actually a character played by Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. It's a Sith. But anyways, getting back to what we were talking about. So yeah, if you if you get a chance, you should watch that because it's awesome. Um, And when you talk about really clever like um, switcheroos at the end, I think that's actually really good. Um, Okay. Without giving away anything. Um, Yeah. So if you had a chance, Uh, what all female reboot would you do, Dean? Um, really? Well, yeah. What would you do? Really? Really? Okay. Um, I was thinking about this. Something like I wouldn't mind seeing the A Team as an all female reboot. Yeah. Something like that. You know. Oh yeah. yeah like right. I've the TV show was you know a classic. The movie was pretty darn good with Liam Neeson, and um, I think that would work. Something going like away from the action, like you know, team up kind of thing. Um, something like, I think the key would be taking an already established franchise or movie and you want to have it as sit, like specific situation where you know that it would have to be different if women were in those roles. So something like yeah. Shawshank Redemption as a female. Really? Reboot. Like it, it sounds weird, but when you think like, I'm not as orange as the new black. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I don't know. Is there a prison break in orange is the new black? <laughs> Like, do we know that? I, I don't know. I was just um, trying to be funny. There is yeah, but in, some, <laughs> in one season there is, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah sure. Because like, I'd, I'd imagine that that story would take a completely different turn if it was a women's prison and, you know, they had all those issues that go with that kind of thing. Anyway, that's yeah, yeah what I was thinking. Yeah, what about yeah. you, Paul? What did you think? I thought Top Gun. Oh. Yeah, Okay. I thought Top Gun would be pretty dope. And then I thought on the opposite side, I would love to see an all-male Charlie's Angels. Yes. I think that would be sick. Because <laughs> so, like, awesome. the name Charlie works both ways. Yeah. You can yeah. have a female yeah, Charlie you can have a female and Charlie. Angels. Yes. Yeah, these sure. three, like, you know, rugged yeah. killers. Like, you could have, like, Henry Cavill in there. <laughs> or just maybe Krusty's yeah. Demons. <laughs> Could be the male version. Yeah, that's a that's a motorbike. <laughs> it'd be group. basically yeah, exactly. it'd be basically triple X though. Like it'd be um, Vin Diesel, <laughs> yes. the Rock, and no. Jason Statham all gathered oh. around oh. around the speaker. I didn't know I wanted this yeah. until now. I want this. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, then I want this a lot. The voice would have to be Scarlett Johansson. Like she'd have to oh. be the voice because <laughs> or, because or her voice the, is amazing. Um, who was Timothy Oliphant's assistant in Die Hard for? The one who, like, she'd come on the radio all the time. Oh, like, Maggie Q. Oh, she's um, got a sexy Maggie voice. Q. Maggie Q. Yeah. That's her. Oh, she's awesome. Great. Yeah. She'd be a Definitely. great Charlie. Uh, but or, I, yeah. I think she'd be wasted as, like, just the voice of Charlie because um, Maggie Q, if she's in anything, she has to be seen and she has to, like, be kicking butt because she's awesome, like, <laughs> doing that. So yeah. so she could be, like, the baddie that they go up against. <laughs> so they're all going to sure. take on Ma- Maggie yes. Q against, like, The Rock, Jason Statham, and um, Vin Diesel. That'd be really cool. <laughs> They've got to be prettier men. Yeah, yeah okay, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the- you got to have, like, Henry Cavill, um, <laughs> Thor, and I don't know. Who else? I don't know. 
What's another Channing pretty Tatum. man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Channing okay. Tatum, yep, Channing sure. Tatum, and Thor. Holy crap, that'd be good. You know, um, what about Army Hammer? The what about Army Hammer? Army Hammer? And, no, because yeah. if you have Army Hammer, that's just Man from Uncle. Yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Who yeah. would play the creepy guy that steals all, like, that takes all the hair? Like, well, you could be we... a creepy girl, and it could be the chick who's not very loud in Pitch Perfect. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Or you could just have oh Rebel gosh. Wilson come in, like, and play the creepy uh. Crispin Glover <laughs> character that's in that. Um, Crispin Glover. Yeah, I, I actually, I was kind of going the same direction as um, as you, Dean, with um, with remaking a classic, and I was thinking Reservoir Dogs as an all female oh, cast because yeah. I think that'd work really Ooh. well, and. Um, you could have like the whole. Um, well, I, I think they could still go with Mister Pink and Mrs. Pink and all that, or Mister Mister kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that'd be really cool, like to have that. Um, yeah, I that was my thoughts, and and just remake it like pretty much word for word from Quentin Tarantino's <laughs> script. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who would direct that? But yeah, you need a pretty strong female director. Probably a dude. Probably <laughs> no, no. Catherine Bigelow well, actually, for sure. Catherine Bigelow. Yeah. Going. Yeah. Yeah. On that topic, and mm. it was something that um, my girlfriend brought up. It's like going back to Ocean's Eight. Crazy. Um, <laughs> what? All female cast, powerhouse women in cinema, male director. Yeah. Do you think like? Do you think that was that like as a result? I mean, yeah, he wrote the screenplay. But do you think they were underutilized? I I don't know whether they were. I, I I thought everyone was fairly well utilized in the in the film. I I honestly yeah, I didn't know who directed this, so it's actually a bit of a surprise that it was a male director. That I thought it was. Yeah, it was Gary Ross. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. He directed okay. the Hunger Games, the the first one, and um, okay. Uh, and Seabiscuit and Pleasantville, yeah. Pleasantville, which is... Right. Um, he also did Big, the Tom Hanks movie. So with like Hunger Games, he has experience kind of like, you know, directing and like emulating a real big female um, role model kind of yeah. presence. Um, yeah, that's a surprise. I don't know. I think I would have thought someone like Patty Jenkins would have directed a movie like this, you know. And I get like yeah. a female director. That would have been good gets female characters and is able to work with them a lot easier. I kind of feel like in a lot of ways, this movie is stealing way more from Steven Sodenberg as as a, like more than anything. And it almost felt like I was surprised to see Gary Ross come up at the end. I thought Steven Sodenberg had actually directed it. Um, yeah, right. Mainly because yeah. everything, like the whole style and everything is just completely emulated from Ocean's Eleven and all mm-hmm. his other films. Um, so to me, I feel like these kind of movies, um, it's sort of, it's such a formula that yeah. I, I feel like anyone could direct it. Like, and... Yeah, and it's not not saying that um, a female can't direct it because obviously they can. It's just it wouldn't be much of a challenge for anyone that's coming into the director's chair to do this kind of movie in my mind, because I go, okay, everyone's coming in and they're bringing just themselves to their part. They're not actually acting outside of the scope of 
what's necessary kind of thing. It's almost they're just bringing all their charisma, they're bringing all their talent, and they're just showing up. And all you got to do is mm. work out yeah. where to point the camera. Really, <laughs> um, I also feel yeah. like there was a lot of room for improvisation with a lot of the scenes in yeah. this as well. That definitely Probably, came across. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it was just. I just think like. Fun. Oh, sorry. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just think like. Like we we keep saying that it's a middle of the middle of the road film that it's really not doing anything, and I just think maybe if they had like a female director and that sort of maybe empowerment where it's like all female cast, female director, let's not waste this opportunity, let's make something that it like can really stand out, and as a result, they might have been able to push the boundaries to do something different, something unique that has a saying. You know, majority of this could have been a standard heist film, but how good was X? Like this one dynamic that changed. I think yeah. um, Kate Blanchett, mm. she was actually asked mm. in an interview about it and um, about like the whole women empowerment of the of the film itself. And she was sort of almost laughed it off and was like, this is just a fun movie. You shouldn't read yeah, into okay. this too much. And that's I feel cool. like in a lot of ways, that's kind of how we should as an audience view it as a fun movie, it's not going to change the landscape of anything. It's not going to make yeah. a massive dint on everything. Mm. It's cool that it's an all-female movie and that they're, they're making waves in that way and that it's a good movie. Like, it's not it's not a great movie, but it's still a good movie, and that's fantastic. Um, but, yeah, I don't believe that it should be sort of seen as this sort of... Um, anthem for women's rights and things like that in and yeah, the in film but that's that's just going off what Kate Blanchett said um, yeah, obviously I'm a male and I don't really know much <laughs> yeah. about this kind of thing hmm. so yeah. I would love to have a really know opinion much. on this yeah. definitely any female listeners please yeah. let us know what you think because we're very interested yeah in let us know in the comments yes yeah, tell but, um, us that we're dumb <laughs> and we should shut up or whatever. I don't, I don't care. But like, the bad guy yeah, was. I'm really happy horrible. to hear the opinion, and he deserved to get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they should have killed him. Could be. Yeah, exactly. And I'm. I we may be completely <laughs> wrong about that. We, totally. we like, could be. Yeah, but probably probably are. On I a, mean, that would be episode seven of Welcome to We Are Wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our apology episode where we apologize oh, for the opinions and views that we've had in previous episodes this and we'll be right. sourcing those episodes based on comments from everybody that submits their comments. So feel free to comment below. <laughs> we apologize for getting the number wrong of this episode as well. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. So um, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast if you like this podcast and you want to support the show you can visit our patreon page at patreon.com slash nerds before birds i always <laughs> said birds before nerds would you like to do that nerds again before nerds. yeah no we'll just keep going so you can visit our patreon <laughs> wow. page at patreon.com slash nerds before birds you can you know contribute any amount starting at a dollar a month um and that just really helps us keep the lights on. Otherwise, you'll hear from us next time. And that's a bye from me. Bye. I've stolen all your jewelry while you listen to this. 